0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And let's lock it in with Cam Rogers coming at you with my best bets of the football weekend. We're covering College football and the NFL in what should be quite a fun weekend on the Gridiron. Cam Rogers with you. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Rogers99. First week here of the Lock It In franchise, if you will. Golf bets on us at the beginning of the week. My weekly guest toward the middle of the week. And then of course on Fridays, my best bets of the football weekend. And I'm excited to bring you what I have here. And the one thing that I will be is accountable. And so, so far in this NFL season, I am 61 and 34 straight up. Not so great so far against the spread, 48 and 47. Thank you, Denver Broncos, for covering last night i got the plus three and a half earlier in the week there so thank you thank you thank you we're on to the football weekend i have 10 plays every single week this episode will be short consumable easy to download and go get your picks in and move along with your life of course We are sponsored by BetOnline.ag. All of the odds that I talk about on this very podcast are courtesy of BetOnline. Let's talk about the college football slate here. Big noon kickoff in the Big Ten. Northwestern taking on Michigan. Northwestern is getting 23 and a half. Against the Wolverines, four of the last five games have been decided by one score between these two. The underdog, by the way, is four and one over that same stretch. I think this is a classic Big Ten slugfest. Northwestern has been playing its competition tight so far in this football season. So give me the Wildcats to cover. I'm pretty confident about that one. Obviously, Michigan will win outright, but I could see this being A 16, 17 point game, 23 and a half. That's a little too much for me. I'll take the points there with Northwestern. Notre Dame is only a six and a half favorite over the Trojans of USC. I think this is pretty disrespectful. The Trojans have been beaten by the likes of Utah, Oregon State, and Stanford by multiple scores over the last six weeks. By the way, the Trojans were favored in all of those games the Irish have covered in three of their last four games throw out the emotion about rivalry and all that jazz Notre Dame will have no issue with the Trojans this week Oklahoma State is top 10 in the AP poll yet they are getting seven points against unranked Iowa State riddle me that one folks there's a reason the Cowboys are inside the top 10 in the AP poll I will take them in this game Look, you're not even asking Oklahoma State to win outright. Just keep it within that six-point margin. I will take that all day long. Alabama taking on Tennessee. Bama minus 25 against the Vols. So two weeks ago, the Crimson Tide got upset by Texas A&M. Last week was their get-right game against Ole Miss, 49-9. to This is their ho-hum game. Cruising right along. And demolishing the Volunteers of Tennessee. Only four FBS teams have allowed more sacks than Tennessee. That's not good. The Crimson Tide have won the last five meetings in this series by an average of 33.4 points. Need I say more? Alabama minus 25. I'll take that all day long. So in college football, Northwestern plus 23 and a half, Notre Dame minus six and a half, Oklahoma State plus seven. Alabama minus 25 to the NFL we go. The Lions are getting 16 and a half points against the LA Rams. That is my lock of the week. Bank on it. I see this game being some sort of gimmicky sort of situation where Dan Campbell and that offense just throws everything but the kitchen sink at Sean McVay, at the LA Rams, at that defense. And keeping it competitive, the Lions have been competitive against at least one good team this year in the Baltimore Ravens, a game in which they should have won, might I add, and I'm a Ravens fan. 16 and a half in an NFL football game. I gotta take that for the underdog there. The Rams have only won by more than 15 points twice this year. And again, this is an emotional game. I'm going to include the emotions in this Matchup here, I will take the Lions 16 and a half to keep this one competitive, 13, 12 points, something like that. LA is going to win this game outright. The Saints, minus five to cover against the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night football. This line is pretty silly to me because here how I see things going with this. The Saints front seven is going to stymie the Seahawks' run game. And Alex Collins is very much in doubt in terms of playing in this one. You're going to ask a Geno Smith to throw the football 30 times, 35 times, and try to outduel Jameis Winston. I don't see it happening. New Orleans is 3 and 0 against the spread and 3 and 0 overall this season when the team records more than 24.8 points. I think they'll score score more than that because Seattle is just not very good at defending anything whatsoever. So. Give me the Saints minus five in that one. I'm going money line for the Tennessee Titans to beat the Kansas City Chiefs plus 185. A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are starting to find their stride. They're getting healthier. But the story is Derrick Henry and his smash mouth mentality. I don't see the Chiefs having the ability to stop it. If Derrick Henry can have success against a good front line in the Buffalo Bills, he's going to run all over the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are more known for their speed on the defensive side, less so than power and strength. So that offensive line for the Tennessee Titans will maul that front line for the Kansas City Chiefs. And then you have Derrick Henry running wild. And then you have Ryan Tannehill play action off of that to the likes of Julio Jones and AJ Brown. So, Titans' money line beating the Kansas City Chiefs. I like that one. My Baltimore Ravens taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are getting six and a half in this matchup. I'll hammer that all day long. I think this will be a tight game, divisional game. These aren't the same old Bengals, by the way. You have the likes of Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. These guys are great on the outside. The Ravens. I think sometimes can be overrated with their defense. They looked great last week against the LA Chargers, but at other points of the season, not so. And especially in run defense. Now I could see Joe Mixon having a good game. I could see this being a shootout really. And a competitive one at that Cincinnati, keeping it within that six point margin easily. Baltimore has let teams hang around before. In fact, like I mentioned, they should have lost to the Detroit Lions. Tampa Bay minus 12 and a half against the Chicago Bears. You're essentially asking Justin Fields without his top running back and perhaps without his second running back ready to go to keep up with Tom Brady at home in Tampa Bay. The Bears have a decent pass rush, but they can't really stop the run, can't really stop the pass. And so your pass rush is essentially useless if you can't stop the run because you're defending the run and you can't tee off and get after the quarterback. So Like 12 and a half for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, I could see this being easily a 14-point victory for Tampa Bay. So give me Tom Brady and the Bucs over the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields still is learning the NFL game, as he should. It's still very early in his career. Finally, the Raiders, minus three to cover over the Philadelphia Eagles. A team typically goes in one of two directions when you have a head coach leaving. And of course, it depends on how he leaves, but a team can prove to the world that this is not a distraction and we can still play good football, or it is a distraction. And clearly, they're not there mentally. And that shows in their play on the football field. For the Raiders, it's the former. They played fantastically against the Denver Broncos. I expect that momentum to continue. Derek Carr should have success against this Philadelphia defense. I really don't know what Philadelphia's identity is. Who are they? Like, they don't run the football with Miles Sanders, and you should. It also, it protects Jalen Hurts at the quarterback position because they just don't have the talent, the Eagles, on the outside at the wide receiver position. So, I like the Raiders minus three in that one as well. My best bets of the football weekend there you have it to recap in the NFL the Lions cover 16 and a half over the Rams Saints cover minus five against the Seahawks Titans money line over Kansas City they win outright the Bengals plus six and a half cover versus the Ravens Bucks minus 12 and a half cover versus the Bears give me the Raiders minus three to cover against the philadelphia eagles my best bets here on lock it in with cam rogers we thank you for tuning in best of luck on this football weekend i'll be back with you for golf bets on us with bridget whalen take care everybody